Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Tina Tran. I want our listeners to know that prior to joining Facebook, which was the company that you were at just before you joined Microsoft, Mm -hmm. you had spent about nine years in the online and mobile gaming space, primarily doing business development and developer relations. Right. What does that mean? How was it different in the online gaming space, if at all? So different because it was a much smaller company, right? So now being at a Facebook and a Microsoft, you have to get a lot more buy-in. When you're at a startup, and those were like startups I was at before, 100 people and less for the most part, you get to be creative and you get to take moonshots. And maybe it's only the CEO that has to say yes. There's not like a whole bunch of people that need to say yes. So it's it's really exciting. And the impact that you have is at, in some ways even greater because your company is smaller, uh, your resources are smaller. So it's, it's really meaningful. I, you know, I did a deal when I was at Half Brick where we had this really popular game called Fruit Ninja. You may have heard of it. It's the game that one of the first games that came out on the iPhone that was really popular. And it was getting older in its days. It was like maybe five years old and it needed a refresh. It was losing users and we didn't know how to gain new users. And at the time, it was very expensive to acquire users. You could put ads and it would cost like $5 to acquire a user, but somebody would have to click on your ad. And for a startup, we can't spend that kind of money in acquiring users when our game is only a (laughs) dollar. So the ROI just doesn't work. (laughs) And so I came up to our CEO and I said, how about we refresh the game with some really interesting IP? You know, the Halloween is coming up. Maybe we can partner with somebody like Ghostbusters and turn into like a spooky fruit ninja game where the fruit, maybe it has like a funny glow to it, right? You could just like, if you got a bomb in the way... And you were slimed instead of just blowing up, it would like slime the screen. Like they're, they could be really fun. So we did this partnership with the makers, the license holders of Ghostbusters. And it was a complete success. Like we had so many users that we didn't have to acquire because they, they came in because the game was fresh and interesting again. So we were able to save a ton of money in terms of acquiring users. We were able to grow our user base immensely and delight them with this new version. And it gave just new life to the game. It was incredibly powerful. And it was actually great for our our partner because they had this old brand, Ghostbusters, that there hadn't been a new movie in decades. And now they found a new audience for this old IP. So it's being able to kind of find these great fits that come out of nowhere and being able to pitch like a Hollywood studio. Like, why would you partner with us? It's, It's so interesting. And part of it is I didn't have any contacts in Hollywood at the time. So I really had to hustle. They're really not easy to get. You know, like, who do you talk to? And who do you cold email? And then after we did that deal, I was able to do a whole bunch of other deals with other Hollywood studios. And part of it was because I had this great relationship with the person I was working with that he then gave me the contact names of the people 
who are basically his competitors in the industry so that I could work with them on, you know, IP licensing for the other IP that I thought would be interesting for our other games. So it's like business development is all about relationships and building good relationships and having great experiences working together. People will want to continue working with you and even help you when it doesn't help them at all, might even hurt them. And that actually speaks to how you network. Absolutely. networking is such a foundational skill set that you need to learn. And again, in that wonderful interview that you did with Bronwyn Salambani, you talked about, and I just thought, oh, what a beautiful way of looking at it. To approach networking, like you're looking for ways to find joy. It's, it's more like making new friends. Yeah, it's, help. it's finding ways where you want to find somebody that you love to work with, right? And you find an opportunity where you can both help each other. How great is that? And then if you both succeed, then it's great for your companies. It's great for both of your careers. It's like everybody wins. So I think people often think of networking as like, what can I get? And, and who, who can I meet that can pull me up or whatever that is? But it's not really about that. It's like, how can you help each other? And how do you build true relationships so that people will think of you when there are opportunities that might have nothing to do with them, but this like, oh, you should talk to Tina because, you know, I worked with her on this and she was great to work with. It's building a reputation at the end of the day. Like networking is building a reputation for yourself and making it, making yourself somebody that others want to work with and want to collaborate with. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.